Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Okay, welcome to the Tennis.com podcast. I'm Nina Pantic, as always, joined by Irina Falcone. Hi, Irina. Hey, guys. How's it going? Our special guest is Australian powerhouse Daria Gavrilova. Daria, welcome. Or Dasha, should I say? Yeah, Dasha. That's way better. Thanks. (laughs) No, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm really excited to have a chat. Uh, We've been in the lockdown, so uh, I was like, yeah, sure, Rina, can we just chat? <laughs> you guys, you're might probably not seeing up. a lot of people, to be honest, right? No, not seeing too many people, and um, also like as tennis players, we're trying to be even more safe, like because we are still allowed to go to training, but we're just being careful. So we create our own bubble, and then within this bubble, there's another bubble. It's just like crazy but that's okay it seems like australia has taken the quarantine the coronavirus so 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 seriously because you were not out of lockdown now you're back in lockdown yeah because our cases went up again so they're probably gonna keep going up for a little while before going back down but um yeah we're in stage three right now in victoria so not every state so even though you've been in quarantine and all that, I mean, have you actually stopped training at all during this whole lockdown and quarantine thing? Or have you not really been able to train as much? Um, the first lockdown, um, we were lucky. We got all the gym equipment and um, back home. And um, I just did my own workouts, but I had like everything. I had barbells, I had, um, you know, all the heavy stuff <laughs> to train. I uh, had the wad bike. So I was able to train um, almost as normal. And we were allowed to go outside and do um, sessions outside. And then, um, yeah, we were allowed to get back on the tennis court um, a few weeks later. So that was okay. And now um, with tennis, the restrictions are not as strict. So we're able to still um, come to the tennis and train. What's your thoughts, though, on when you'll play a tournament? Because I know we have a schedule tentatively starting from August onward. Where do you plan to go, if anywhere? Well, I don't know, to be honest. I still have no idea. I don't think many people do, to be honest. I'm either, it's like the two options, either starting in in America or go straight to Europe. But I haven't decided. Let's talk about and, if, yeah, you yes. know everything. Everything's still up in the air, like with the if it's all happening or not. So I'll just decide as late as possible. I think the one thing that I've taken from this whole quarantine and whether or not the WTA is starting again is just we know nothing. That's all yeah. I know is that we know nothing, and there's yeah. nothing that's concrete. There's nothing written in stone. Um, at the moment, though, are Australians able to come to the U.S.? Like if you were to leave tomorrow for a tournament, if there was a tournament tomorrow, would you be able to 
head over no. this way? Okay. No, uh, we'll have to have an exemption. And how hard and, is that to get? Well, we apply for an exemption to go overseas. Um, so we, I think we're allowed to come to US, but, um, uh, but the Australian government doesn't really want us to travel. So we need to have an exemption and um, we all applied for it and we're, we still haven't had the answer. But well, for example, Arena Rodionova, she got the, an exemption to play a World Team Tennis. So quarantine, what have you been up to staying sane? I know not just training. Surely there's been a lot of new hobbies, fun things to get into. Um, a lot of TikToks. A few TikToks. I don't dance on TikToks because I can't, but I just... Um, make fun of myself and post it anyway because it looks hilarious what else um well I'm I've always been a bit like artsy artsy (laughs) I I've been painting a bit I actually bought um some real clay and I've been making like clay pieces and um going to a studio and then firing them I've made a few um they're all on my Instagram if you want to have a look and um you know playing with the puppy and um smashing netflix um you know i don't read much but i've just started like reading um lena's book i was always um intrigued on like how everything works in china how 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 does the federation work and how can a tennis player come through and like she was the first one to come through um and yeah, it's actually a really good book. That's awesome. Have your uh, wedding plans taken a bit of a pause because of this whole thing? Yeah, we actually decided pretty early. We decided like in March that um, we're just going to postpone it till next year because um, it was a win-win, well, or a loss-loss situation. Like, because it's either no one's allowed to come to Australia or the tour is back and it will be happening during the wedding so yeah we just thought okay let's see what happens next year but who knows what's going to happen next year anyway i think we're in this new um covet world for the next like few years so for those who don't know you're engaged to fellow atp player luke saville have you guys wanted to kill each other during quarantine or have things been going well at home yeah, we've actually been fine. Like we, well, we never ever fight because Luke just Luke just doesn't bother. He's like he just like okay, you sort your stuff out. I'll come back later. <laughs> uh, so that's been fine. Uh, yeah, like he he was a bit upset when um, he wasn't allowed to play golf, but now that the golf is allowed, he just. Um, on some days he leaves home at like 5.30 in the morning and plays like two rounds of 36 holes and then, you know, so I don't see him for the whole day. <laughs> so I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm glad you did that. <laughs> it's healthy. You need your own time too. Yeah, totally makes sense. I've seen your yeah. TikToks and I noticed that you don't do a lot of the repetitive dances that everyone does. And I'm with you. I really don't like that when everyone does the same thing. But you've done mm-hmm. some crazy stuff like the Vogue dance in the heels. And then the time like you were eating dirt 
copying your dog like was that dirt or cake? that was that wasn't dirt that was um coffee okay still you were eating coffee i don't know a lot of people that just eat coffee I didn't <laughs> eat it i just put it on my mouth it, it was that video was just in one go literally i don't know it was just the one go i was like oh well that was good <laughs> um but i don't do dances because i'm like everyone does it and then everyone by the time I would learn it, it would be like a month, Old one news. month too late. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I won't bother. That's pretty funny. Yeah, but it makes yours more That's creative. Awesome. I haven't seen Luke on a lot of TikToks, but I did see him on one. And it was the one of you guys kind of making fun of Nick Kyrgios and I was dying. Oh, <laughs> it was just so funny. We were like, and Luke was like, oh. I want to do this. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, because he hates TikTok. He's like, just get off it. And then he's like, I want to do it. And he did it so bad. It was just so funny. We were dying laughing, like when we were doing this TikTok. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad you've been enjoying the TikToks. I know Travis and I, we we did a few, not as good as yours, obviously, but we did a few pretty funny ones. Um, so the last time I actually spoke to you face-to-face where we weren't social distancing was last year during, this year during enough. Australia time. Yeah. And um, I know you were battling an injury at, yeah. at that point. Um, has this quarantine, I mean, in a sense, you've probably recuperated quite nicely, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been um, pretty healthy. Uh, and yeah, I was meant to like come back the week everything was canceled. So that's pretty funny. Like literally, we, I was, um, was going to come back like the week of Indian Wells, but um, just as I think it's a 60K in Canberra in Australia. And um, we were going to make a decision pretty late, like, because um, we were like, oh, maybe you need a little bit more um, uh, practice matches before actually playing the tournament. And, but then I was really playing really well and like I, my injuries were coping. So then um, the decision was made for us, I guess, but it's a bit of a bummer. Like I didn't think it was going to last that yeah. long. I'm sure like you were just ready to go out there, especially cause you'd been, been out for a little bit, right? Yeah, since um, US Open last year. Is there any protected ranking for you or are you coming back from where you're at right now? Because you're like, I think you're at 200. Yeah, so I've got the protected ranking and it's like 104 and then that frozen ranking, the new new system. Gotcha. The last time I saw you guys together was at the Australian Open playing each other. Uh, I don't know if you remember it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, That's right. We Rod played Laver. each other. Yeah. Rod Laver Arena. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Okay. Dora, you crushed oh Irina. I know it's not nice for me to say that, but I remember being there and watching and you were, you were so good. You're both so good. But I was on fire. I was on fire. You and the Australian Open are like a really good mix. Like, I mean, was it two or three years in a row you made fourth round? Fourth. Yeah. yeah two years in a row. Yeah, that's impressive. Last year wasn't good. (laughs) That's okay. I actually like my my last year was so bad that I actually I'm not gonna lie. Like it feels like this year is bad. (laughs) That's a that's all about perspective, right? Wow. Yeah. 
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Hey guys, this is Irina Falcone. Today we had WTA star Daria Gavrilova talking about how she got Tofu as the name for her dog. Keep listening. Um, so yeah, okay, so you're Australian now. You have a very unique accent. So you were actually Russian, a little bit of background, and then you switched to Australia in 2015. Was that really, really hard to do? Because I don't think it's, I don't think they let everyone in casually. Um, well, I was 18 when I came to Australia. And, um, well, when I um, got my residency and, you know, I don't regret it at all. It was like the best decision I've ever made. I love it. Um, You know, I, yeah, like I bought my first house. Well, we bought our first house. Sorry, Luke. We bought. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, I, I love Melbourne and yeah, I don't see myself ever like leaving. How often do you get to go back to Russia? Because I know I think that's where your parents are, right? Yes, your brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So my family they're they're still in Russia. Um, they come visit me a lot, and especially like when the tour is normal, they come traveling on tour, and I come back maybe once or twice a year. Has Luke met them or been to Russia with you? Like, well, how much does he know about your your Russian part? Because he's known you since you were like a kid, like a teenager, right? He uh, he's never been to Russia. Uh, it's like you need to apply for a visa, and uh, it's a bit like annoying. And um, we still haven't got there yet, but obviously, eventually we will. We I think we we were gonna try to go to Russia this year maybe like after Wimbledon, but that never happened. Was so, there ever or, any inclination for you to have the wedding over there in Russia or did you always want to do it in Oz? Oh, I never even thought about going in Russia. Like I don't have a big family and um, the family that I'm close with, they're probably going to be able to travel to Australia. So it's just a lot easier um, doing it this way. Is your dog Tofu going to be the ring bearer? What's going to be the role? <laughs> Oh, he's definitely going to be involved. Yeah. Why is his name Tofu? I know how, but... So, why Tofu? So, yeah, love Japanese. Me and Sam Stozer, we were trying um, this Agidashi Tofu in every Japanese possible in Indian Wells and Miami. And Indian Wells is known for good Japanese. And, uh, yeah, I, I just love the taste of it. And it's kind of sounds like my name agidashi and uh i really love japan but then i was like i'm not gonna call my dog agidashi that's just like too close to my name so i just called him tofu but um someone actually helped me um i made like a poll on instagram like what should i call my dog and someone actually said tofu and i was like oh my god that's the best name that person's probably so flattered yeah she's pretty happy she's japanese oh that's funny she must have known that you like tofu and japan and all that stuff yeah yeah speaking of sam stozier i saw she just 
welcome the baby girl into, yeah. her, into the world. That's yeah. awesome. She's really happy and um, her and her partner, they're, they're going to be amazing parents. Um, I haven't met Evie yet, but um, hopefully when everything goes back to, well, some kind of norm. It might be a while till you meet her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone's been trying to improve on things a little bit during quarantine. And I heard that the WTA offered like a university to kind of help you guys. Yeah. What is that? Um, so I've, uh, I've been doing it. Um, there is like the, their, their website with a few courses online. It's kind of like, you know, um, have you ever seen like LinkedIn courses that are online it's kind of similar stuff like um improving your skills like leadership skills communication but then there's also um a whole like course from um university of florida the um athlete development course so basically um this is like how how you can get us uh, how you can be a specialist a specialist in asset development and um, yeah this is this it was actually it's actually really interesting I'm really enjoying it and you know maybe one day I might want to become one and help a little young Dasha <laughs> with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Tennis.com podcast with special guest Daria Gavrilova. She's been ranked as high as number 20 in the world, and she tells us how she figured out what makes her happy. Keep listening. Speaking of courses, I remember the last time we spoke, um, we you told me about the science of well-being. Did you uh, do it? I, I did. I actually, uh, I actually recommended Nina to it too. And I've recommended quite a few people on it and it's been uh, quite extraordinary, like the findings of what you think makes you happy and what actually really does. And uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I remember just being so grateful after talking to you because I started doing that course and I was like, holy cow, this is, uh, this is really enlightening. Because I mean, I, I thought for me personally, it was it was very helpful. Yeah, and, uh, in all it's, aspects of life, it's awesome. I um, yeah, I really enjoy it and enjoyed it. And like, I actually printed a few um, quotes and things out and put it in my diary so I can like go back and remember some things. And yeah, it it, it some of the things are like fascinating. It's like, oh, really? It does make me ha feel happy. And then you go back and you're like, actually, no, it doesn't. Wait, so what was this course? I don't think I remember it. Um, Dash, go ahead. Give her, give her the <laughs> Okay, yeah, there's my diary. There's my book. It's like, like what ha makes you happy in life? Like, and people just don't actually know what makes them happy in life. And it's probably, yeah, it's like 99% we wouldn't know that um, all this like things that we want, we don't actually need it. And 
uh, when you really go through this whole course, you realize that because like you remember some of your experiences and um, then you're like, oh, yeah, that's true. Is there like, an example? It's, it, goes, it goes through, um, well, let's say what we think will make us happy is like good job lots of money awesome stuff true love the perfect body the perfect grades but it actually doesn't like um there's things like that can make us happier but okay i can tell you straight away what things that make us no she has to take the course so (laughs) oh my dog just just like (laughs) fell so five things we should want do you want me to tell you yes (laughs) okay kindness social connection um time affluence so time affluence it's like when you you create time for yourself or for friends rather than always working 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 um mind control so you know being mindful and you know healthy practices like um um, working out you know meditation yoga and these things will make you a lot happier than, um, you know, wanting um, a better job. Because, like, once you get the job, you don't realize that, oh, okay, I got it. But it doesn't make you that much happier. So I have two questions for you, Dash. One, were you surprised with the findings? And two, have you been able to utilize all, all everything that you've learned and like have healthy practices and used it in your daily life? Well, obviously exercise, we always exercise. So that's easy. I've done a bit of meditation, but I struggle. I really, ugh, I don't really like it. It's, it's a practice. But I think it, I have to practice it. But I also, I think, like because I do a bit of drawing and um, a little bit of what I was like building things with clay. That's kind of similar because I, I really like switch off and I'm like all in, like I'm in the moment of creating something. I definitely sleep more than eight hours. <laughs> um, I like the, like the motivation piece that um, you need to have a grow mindset um, over a fixed mindset um, that's really good I think I'm working on that and you know like chipping away at a few things rather than like going okay I want this I don't know I want to be the best tennis player in the world and win all the tournaments possible and then the reality is like it doesn't happen you don't win every tournament so then like I focus on just getting better on the tennis court or in the gym rather than like always being results orientated. And I feel like after this course, like it made me a lot, it did make me happier. Like I started enjoying tennis more and um, like even some things like, you know, I don't really enjoy stretching or being in the gym all the time, but it kind of became like, Every morning I wake up and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tennis. I'm going in the gym. I'm going to be working out. So um, that's really good. I love this, though, because as someone, I mean, like 
Daria, you've been ranked top 20 in the world. Like you've won a WTA title. I mean, this is, you're like a legitimate professional tennis player, but you've had to sit through injuries and now quarantine. So for you to be able to do something like this class that you've done where you're adapting and doing like, I don't know, this is work that applies to everyone, any job, any career. It's, it's, yeah. it's always interesting to see how tennis players keep going every single week, every practice, every match, but the way you broke it down makes sense. And there's one more, okay, one more that I really like. So make yourself a habit of re-experiencing the stuff as it was before. So before you got the good thing and then you'll start appreciating it even more. So as like tennis players, for me, like um, re-experiencing like what I, um, that, you know, I started from like playing 10,000, 10K tournaments, like futures and then it's like, you don't get the physios, the food is not as good, the hotels are not as good. Everything is just not at the same level as the w- WTA tournament. And then like remembering that um, makes you appreciate where you are right now um, mm-hmm. a lot more. And it applies to any anything, like any any job. Like she even mentioned like, okay, well, go back to your old job, like, see what it used to look like and then you'll appreciate your actual job a lot more so that's pretty pretty cool wow that's a great one to end on and i think no matter whatever you know expertise you're in whatever job you're in i think that's great advice for everyone so there's that course for your for anybody that wants to know it's a yale course science of well-being and um, yeah, thank you so, so much, Dash, for taking some time. And Tofu, thank you for being a good boy and not barking. And to sleep. Enjoy. Oh, and enjoying the podcast with us. It's, it's, been an, it's been awesome to hear what you've been up to. And uh, thanks for taking the time. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. From the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, this has been the Tennis.com Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to stay caught up. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and every major listening app, as well as tennis.com slash podcasts. You can also see the videos of our episodes on Tennis Channel's YouTube page and tennis.com's Facebook page. We're your hosts, Nina Pantic and Irina Falcone. We'd like to thank our team, editor and audio designer and video editor, Christina Koseva, producers, Alexa March and Sean O'Malley, and executive producers, Shelby Coleman, Kyle Einhorn, and Andy Chu.